0: From Washington, this is Political Theater, Roll Call's review of the spectacle of politics on Capitol Hill and across the country. I'm Jason Dick. Wednesday marks the 10th annual Congressional Women's Softball game. And joining me to talk about this competition that uh, extends beyond the field and into the halls of Congress between members of the press and members of Congress are Abby Livingston, an alumna of Roll Call and currently the bureau chief for the Texas Tribune here in Washington, and Bridget Bowman. She is our senior politics reporter, and they are both members of the media's congressional women's softball team. Bridget and Abby, welcome.
1: Thanks for having me. Thank you.
0: So, Abby, let's let's start with you because I I think that when the history of the Congressional Women's Softball Game is written, I'm guessing there will be a a, a picture of you uh, in in the in the entry uh, in the in the annals of the Congressional Women's Softball Game. Perhaps uh, spying on the uh, <laughs> women's team <laughs> for practice or uh, taking a, a like a, a hard slide into somebody <laughs> or something like that. Let's talk about your involvement in it, why it means so much to you, and, and then we'll get into. It the this particular game on on Wednesday night?
1: Well, it's it's you know, I do treasure my image of someone taking a charity softball game possibly a little too seriously. (laughs) Uh, But um, first of all, I've loved baseball softball since I was eight years old. And it's just something that I took to more easily than any other sport. And, uh, you know, I thought I kind of hung my cleats up, and then I moved to Washington, and it's basically um, the center of social life in the summer. And then eventually this game came to pass, and um, the members started it in 2000, I guess, nine. Uh, Joanne Emerson, form, uh, former Republican congresswoman from Missouri, and Debbie wasman Schultz, Democratic congresswoman from Florida— came together, created it, and played against um, what I believe are young committee staffers like DNC, NRCC-type staffers and got killed. And so they said, we don't want to do that again. And so then they reached out to, uh, I think, Dana Bash and Shaley Murray, then of the Washington Post, and um, they created the game. And I went to that first game as a spectator because I uh, worked at CNN and um, knew I needed to play, and so I sort of lobbied for the next year to get on the team. And uh, it's been a pretty magical experience. I, you know, I get to be, it feels like a little league game. I get to feel like I'm in fifth grade again. Um, and I, you know, you, I, my, you, you cannot hide your true nature when you play sports. And so as a reporter, I, I take enormous joy in watching these members and how they conduct themselves on the field because it sometimes influences my reporting.
0: Now, I would say that, I mean, you're, you may be um, underselling it as a little league game because the competition, I, I, I mean, like everybody who's playing this game uh, seems to have had like some pretty like serious, um, you know, f- sort of. Not just competitive drive, but some skills. I mean, I've I've been to several of these games, and you guys play really hard. Uh, it's it's no BS. You know, the, the games are typically over an hour and a half, two hours. So you know, you don't have a bunch of people waiting around the stands like at the Congressional baseball game, where it, you know I think last week's lasted three and a half hours, a seven inning game lasted three and a half hours. This is a serious game we're talking about.
2: Yeah, oh, I was just gonna yeah. say it's not usually a blowout like we saw the Democrats really. Twenty one to five. (laughs) Not
0: not a lot of competition. The last (laughs) few
2: games have been really close, like one or two runs, which is always exciting.
1: We never know who's going to win. What I would say is in the beginning in the genesis of this, it was comedic. And that's been sort of a problem in our image since then is, you know, some of the players didn't know what a force out was. And it was there were a lot of folks on both teams who had never played before. We're no longer there. We've been playing five, and, and in the case of the members, ten years. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I, I joke we're like when you're in been on the same little league team for five, five. You know, we're in fifth grade, and we right. sort of all know we're not starting from scratch every year. Um, and so, it's pretty good. And so, we've seen um, players emerge who never knew they were good at softball, and they've they've gotten there. And so, we practice once or twice a week before work. Um, they practice, and it's I mean we have drills, they have drills. And it, I mean, we take it pretty seriously, because I think, um, you know, we are all perfectionists, and we're all extremely competitive. And so we all want to look good. But I also just want to stress and we'll probably get to this at some point. Um, you know, we, we, we trash talk, but it's really to build awareness for the game. And the biggest thing about this is it's about breast cancer. And it's about reminding younger women under the age of 40, that you can get breast cancer. And so when I sometimes make an exhibition of myself it's because I'm trying in hopes that maybe somebody will google this game out of curiosity for my weird behavior and (laughs) realize maybe I should check myself tonight in the shower so that's 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 the end goal of all of this.
0: Yeah, I mean, we should note that you know the proceeds for this go to breast cancer awareness. Um, you, you, there are some breast cancer survivors on the team. To, um, you mentioned Debbie Wasserman Schultz. She had her own battle with breast cancer uh, and has become sort of an ambassador for that. And I I, uh, I I do I I think that one of the things that struck me about the you know and why I kind of you know, kid you about the, you know, spying on the on the Republic or on the, on the members and so forth is that it's it seems more uh, competitive in some ways that not just on the field, but in out, outside. I mean, there is this sort of interplay uh, They even even you get somebody like Bridget, who's so nice you know, and, <laughs> and so not and non-antic driven <laughs> like she gets into it, too. Right. Bridget? I haven't
2: risen to the level of Abby <laughs> trash talking. I don't think on Twitter. I'm not there yet, but maybe in a couple of years I'll get there. Uh, but yeah, it definitely is a lot of fun. I think Abby was right. We're all kind of competitive and especially members of Congress, like they compete for a living and mm-hmm. to run their campaigns. So it's it's interesting to kind of see everyone in that element, I think.
0: Also, uh, we were talking about this right before uh, we came in the studio, Abby, that uh, there's even some, some sort of folklore that's grown up around it, like that you tore your ACL last year, you know, like, and, and that's, uh, you know, interesting yet false, correct?
1: Well, we usually have about one knee injury a year. My injury was, I think, three years ago, I tore my meniscus. So it's a little less of a purple heart than than your ACL. But someone, uh, Michaela Bruchard of the New York Times tore her ACL, and it was a reporter misreported it. And I was doing a panel and everyone cheered for me for showing up with my <laughs> torn ACL. And I felt like a hero with no uh, reason. <laughs> so um, it, it, it's taken pretty st- There is usually someone who gets hurt once a year.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill Diagostino, she she had a bad injury a few years back. Wasserman uh, she, Schultz you know, has Washington gotten Schultz. hurt a couple
1: times. So it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's we go hard.
0: So, Bridget, um, your involvement in the game—I mean, you've been—you've been at roll call for the last uh, several years—and you worked with Abby too. Like, let, let's talk a little bit about your involvement. How did you get into this? Because we—we uh, we there was another roll call uh, a staff a staff member, our former editor in chief, Christina Bellatoni, that was was on the team. Was that your entree?
2: Yeah, I actually my it you know, entrance into this. <laughs> game was covering the game as a roll call intern so I sat in the stands on a really hot night and with my laptop on my computer keeping track of what was going on and writing the story and and talking to members and reporters after the game and I too kind of grew up playing softball and mm-hmm. so it was fun to just see it and then when I, I eventually ended up reaching out to Abby I was like I really want to want to play in this game because uh, it seems it was just looked like you guys were having a lot of fun and the nice thing about the softball game is it's a smaller game Field, so you're really close to the action, so it feels much more like a community kind of game. Yes, this uh, is the
0: Watkins Recreation Center on Capitol Hill on uh, G and Twelfth, I believe that it, it is in Southeast. Right,
2: yeah. yeah. So it was fun just to like to cover it and kind of see this spectacle, but to participate in is is a lot of fun, and to get to know the different members of the team is really really cool.
0: Does it make it a little different that the the, the members' team is both Republicans and Democrats? Because you know, in, in, in congressional baseball game, we've got Democrats versus Republicans. And and that, you know, like, so your normal partisan sort of atmosphere can sometimes prevail. Is it different because it's the media versus the members, members of Congress?
1: Well, the there is sort of a misconception that the members are bipartisan because they don't have enough for two teams. Um, and that is probably true right now. It won't be true next year if, if the women get elected that we're expecting. It was created even though she's a very partisan animal, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Joanne Emerson created this with this intention. They wanted it bipartisan, and um, so it was very, very um, methodical. And so, uh, and they seem to like each other from my spying activity. They, um, <laughs> you know, they're they they work together. Isn't
0: it just scouting? Isn't it just another word for scouting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on the you mentioned the elections. We're in the mid- a midterm election, Abby, and. Bridget, you are, you know, you're our senior political reporter. Abby, you've got uh, roughly two, two, three dozen uh, members of Congress to follow in the congressional delegation. Um, you know, we could see some changes in the roster, just like, I mean, we, this was a, an issue with the, our coverage of congressional baseball that, like, the, the roster, particularly on the Republican side, is going to change quite a bit. Who are some of the people who are either in tough races or are retiring who are playing on the members' uh, team?
2: I think uh Congresswoman Kirsten Cinema, Democrat from Arizona, comes to mind because she is running for Senate. So if she loses, then she's out. Uh, she has pinch she runner. Of, she is the pinch runner. She kind of brags about being the fastest woman in Congress. She's a very good runner, so I feel like that could be one that we might not see. That's come right. Back. She
0: came in first in the ACLI three mile challenge. Right. Uh, in in May.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Martha Roby's in a tough primary. Mm-hmm. Um she's in a, a, a big hitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um and Mia Love could have a race. She's mm-hmm. their pitcher. Eliana Ross Lightning is retiring. That is a huge blow for morale of the game. Um she's sort of one of the founding members and is sort of the the team spirit for both sides. Both I, I should also mention people. too
0: that Mia Love is is you know has is so um so athletic. She's playing she played it in both games. She played in the congressional baseball game and the congressional softball game. This is my favorite time of year. We get to uh get a little physical and we get to do something really good and uh, fight breast cancer. So I'm really, this is, this is a good time of year. There's a couple who overlap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- Ileana Roslettenen, uh, also she, she made history as one of the first women to play, uh, in the, in the baseball game 25 years ago. Looking at these sides of members, I mean, maybe this is a little gushy, but I, I just I feel like it's almost a privilege to see somebody you know in this sort of a natural state. Is almost sort of is this sort of small town the way that roll call can sometimes cover, you know, Congress and Capitol Hill is a small town. I mean, we're seeing people as humans. Um, does that does that affect our coverage though? <laughs> I mean, because if in in some of these races, you know, do we do we change do we give people the benefit of the doubt every once in a while, like whether they're you know, this is the baseball game or the softball game. If you see somebody in a tough race, I mean, does this affect the way we we portray them at all?
2: Um, I don't think so. I I don't think it affects the coverage. I think it's more about the broader point, like you were saying about just you know remembering that members of Congress are people too, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's sometimes lost in in political coverage, and it gets so heated and divisive. To remember that, I think that's the, one of the things I like about the softball game, especially with the cause that. It supports is that everyone is touched by cancer, Mm -hmm. no matter who you are, whether you're a Democrat or Republican. And it's kind of a good reminder of that. I don't think it affects the coverage as much, but just reminds us that we do have that kind of shared humanity. Yeah, I think
1: there's two things I take from the game that I apply to my job. One how you carry yourself on the field and I mean I was kind of joking about it earlier but sportsmen lie you know and we've they've been all fine there's you know there haven't been any issues but how you carry yourself on that field is gonna be very indicative of how you are on the house floor how you are in a political race and also just my the one example that really jumps out at me was um, I was assigned to cover the West Virginia Senate race in 2014 and I saw this one interview of Shelley Moore Capito senator or then a congresswoman from West Virginia who was running for senate she uh was obsessively telling PBS NewsHour just discussing the errors on their team. We can't have any errors. We can't have any errors. I and mean, we was just over and over repeating it. And her Senate race, she, not only did she not make a single error, and that was a race that everyone thought she was going to win, but she'd have to work for it. She would have been the first senator, Republican senator, and God knows how long from West Virginia. She put it to bed so early that her campaign manager was able to go out to Colorado and pick, help pick up that seat for the Republicans. And so. You can apply these little things you pick up on the field to their the way they practice politics.
0: So, what should we be as spectators? Because I, uh, I again, I, I kind of love I love going to the game. I think it's like it, it feels more communal in, in in a lot of ways than a lot of the you know these sort of extracurricular sports activities because we are just so close on the on the field and so forth. What are, what should we be looking for uh, at at the game? Biggest storylines. <laughs>
1: I think this is kind of the last year of an era of it because I think the team is radically going to change between retirements and people running maybe losing and then a whole new class of women are going to come likely who are very athletic, very young and so it's going to be a very I think it's kind of the last year of this chapter of the game.
2: Yeah, I agree. We've been I think we've, there's been some worry about that on the press team all these new women who could come, but one of our coaches, Dave Espo, um long-time Reporter on Capitol Hill, Detroit (laughs) News, yeah, uh, yeah. said like just focus on this year's game and we'll worry about next year (laughs) after that.
0: Right, because it seems like the media team has seen a lot of turnover, but now the the congressional team might might see some of the same you know things happen. Right,
2: it's like we're old rivals
1: in Little League again. I come back Mm -hmm. to that metaphor, but we we know each other, we know how we hit, and I think next year will be different and change is good.
0: So regarding the Little League, you know, illusions here, what is the biggest difference between when you're playing in Little League and the way you're playing now?
1: I would say there were two main points of difference. A few years ago, the farm bill blew up on the Senate floor, and it meant Senator Gillibrand might not make the game. She did make the game, but she was their pitcher. So things like that can throw a game into limbo like you wouldn't believe. And uh, we have conversations about when we warm up, we talk about what's happening in Congress that day. And it's one of the most like uh, greatest downloads of what's going on around the city as we throw and um you know it's it's just amusing when one of us is at a batting cage or at practice and like a limo pulls up and they head to msnbc for a tv hit and so the 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 surroundings are definitely completely different than when i was 12. yeah i definitely agree with that i was
2: not talking about like arizona house races while warming up as a as a kid (laughs) and the farm bill gets discussed on the the diamond too yeah that's true
0: well uh Wednesday night, Congressional Women's Softball game. We'll look for Bridget at first base and Abby at shortstop. Uh, and we're looking forward to a great game. Thanks for coming in, Abby. And thank you, as always, Bridget. You're a frequent frequent <laughs> contributor here at, at Political Theater. Thanks, Thanks for you. having me. I'm Jason Dick. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and on NPR One. And please take a few moments to rate us on iTunes. For more on this and other stories, including archive stories from Abby Livingston about the congressional softball game, as well as her other stories on Roll Call, uh, go to RollCall.com. You can also catch her at the Texas Tribune. You can also find us on Twitter at Roll Call. Thank you for listening.